Hey everyone, it's Ariel Hawani. And I'm Chuck Mendenhall. And I'm PT Carroll, and together we are Three Pack. Join us on the brand new Spotify Live app immediately after all of the biggest fights in combat sports. And also during the weigh-ins, because that's when the real drama happens. So what are you waiting for? Follow the Ringer MMA show right now on our exclusive Spotify podcast feed. And come join the best community in MMA. Peace! We're out of here. Where would you like to start today, Jesse? You look like a man who has a lot to say. I did. We actually do have a lot to say. Some fusion. Are we, are we opening with fusion? <laughs> oh, I. You know, I would love to talk about fusion right off the bat. Can we? Let's just talk about fusion for just one second. How? First off, it's insane in a world where I love all things science and science fiction that I did not hear about this fusion announcement until late last night when it came out the day before. Do you know? What fusion is when I say fusion? No, I mean I, I read a. I told you I read a tweet from a blue check mark <laughs> that said nuclear fusion has been achieved and harnessed, and we don't need all these other things. I don't want to be an optimist because you know I love to be Debbie Downer all the time. Not true, but I am going to turn that around, and I think this could be a, a huge deal. Did you ever see the movie uh, Spider Man Two with Tobey Maguire? Yes. Let me preface that. Did Who's you also the see the movie guy? The Saint? No, The Saint. Did you oh, ever see Val the Kilmer. movie? Old school, yeah. Did you ever see the movie, <laughs> A lot of movie. Chain Reaction with Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves? Sure. You know what you were watching in all those? Fusion. Essentially Cold Fusion, which is what they just finally achieved. Uh, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. And I think that in a few years, we're going to look back at this moment and think this is one of the biggest scientific achievements of this decade or of this century. So not a bit, I don't want to overblow it, but what's going to happen now is that there's going to be so much money thrown into it. So much more infrastructure thrown in. It's going to boost the economy. It's going to help with energy costs and carbon emissions and all. This is how it affects the card world. It's Overall, gonna, okay. it helps yeah, that's, the economy, that's what helps which the card helps world. the card world. Uh, circled back and now we're back to cards. There you go. That's fusion. It's a, it's so cool, guys. I think it's so cool. What was that movie with Christian Slater that came out back then? Wasn't I was that never a big fusion? Slater fan, so I couldn't tell you. I don't remember. I couldn't tell you one Slater film that I saw. <laughs> Actually, the more you talk about that, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. He was in the office. That's all. Have you ever tasted a rainbow? <laughs> <laughs> at Saber, you will. Uh, Cards, and that's, though. And that's where we lost Simmons, right there. Okay. Um, we don't usually do that, so it's okay to do oh, it every care. once in a while. They already booked us for the next year. We, we can't. They can't kick us off the out. They would be really embarrassed. Borrowed time. <laughs> um, I have an opening thing I do want to discuss. Okay. Yesterday, I'm going to pull up the sheet as I'm doing this. By the way, I'm chewing gum. That's rookie mistake. Really, it is unbearable to have. What else a, did you put in that trash can earlier today? Yeah. You want to talk about that? Piece of breakfast. Don't <laughs> yeah, you worry about that. You got a lot of issues. Okay. Friend. So yesterday I went on an absolutely insane buying spree. I've been selling a lot of stuff on the app lately. I actually really like auctioning singles again, and I'm getting back into the I'm getting back to my roots. Buying lots of cards, picking out some stuff to hold the prospect with, um, buying graded stuff to flip right away for 10 or 20%, buying other stuff raw to grade to flip. Okay. I like that. Just this. getting back into the whole shebang of it as it were how so you last night you went so I, on, I literally just went on and made a post on facebook said i'm buying oh i saw that post that yeah. was it i was like because i have enough guys that will reach out like hey if he's buying, perfect and i but i said i'm buying five dollar to 75 dollar cards raw 
Okay. Graded, I would buy a little bit more. Although okay. I didn't buy anything big. The biggest individual single card I bought was a George Brett rookie. Oh no, I didn't even buy that. Never mind. George Brett. I don't think I bought anything worth over one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh wow! Uh, any okay. card, which which I'm thrilled with because I did. I really want to stick to just cheap stuff. Do you have a total of how much you spent? I spent right at about twenty five hundred. Oh, okay. But the majority of the stuff is raw, and I got a really good deal on some of this stuff. Oh, like okay. some of these guys, Travis, for example. Yeah. Uh, he sells me. He sold me lots in the past. He's like, hey, I comp out the top five or six cards. The rest of the stuff is just cheap you know, five to $15 raw stuff. Like just, just take it for cheap. Okay. So I think I'm going to end up great. And it's probably about three to 400 cards in total. Cause his lot alone was like 200, 175. Oh, in total, not just Travis's, but everybody's Correct. cards. Okay. So I, I am going to, I'm tracking it like the old days. I have my Google spreadsheet made up. Here's what I bought. Here's what I paid. Here's grading cost. Okay. I'll incorporate that in as well. And I'm literally going to just auction all these things off. Oh, nice. Okay. So this will be on a future like live stream yeah, Eventually. Like, yeah, None of this was PC. No, although Bunk, Surly Bunk is his name on the app. app heck of a guy. Mm -hmm. His real name is Jeff. <laughs> I have his full email address too. I'll share later, Give obviously. Um, <laughs> so like he sold me a Griffey card that I'm going to PC for a month or two. I told him to. I was like, I love holding stuff for a little bit. Then I'm like, okay, I don't really want it anymore. <laughs> I'm done with this. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I bought a ton of stuff. Tried to keep it. So I bought a lot of modern stuff and I tried to buy some older stuff as well just to mix it up. Um, like I said, the majority of the stuff I think I'm going to end up probably grading because okay. at least 60% of this is raw. Uh, now, granted, 50% of that 60%. So say there's 150 cards that are raw. I'm going to look through half of them are not going to even pass. Another 10% of them are not going to be worth the grading cost, so I'm not going to do it. But I'm, I still think I'll probably have 60 to 85 cards in here worth grading. And I am. I'm going to get back to really tracking like, hey, this is what I was able to buy. This is what I flipped it for. Grading costs, seller fees, all that. And where do I stand? Oh, nice. Uh, I have it broken down by lot. So like BJ Miller, some random guy on Facebook, sold me four cards for 105 bucks. I'm probably going to grade one of them. That's an extra $18 included. I have 123. When I sell them, what did I make on the 123? Like what we used to do with the YouTube, like the- Oh yeah, like the capital nonsense yeah, thing, yeah, but yeah. with singles. Um, I got some really cool stuff though. Like I bought, um, I'm trying to think. So you remember the the Willie Mays card we pulled out of Ginter, that little glass yes. card? I bought an Ortiz version of that. I think I got a really good deal. For some reason he said 50 bucks. I thought I got, I think it's worth quite a bit more. Oh. Um, so that was a cool card. I bought some, a little bit of vintage. Um, there was a Clemente from like 1960 or 65, somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. Low grade, a pool host rookie, just to kind of give you the scope. Then there's some Acuna, some bets, like fairly brand new. Just kind of going through the list. I, I did. I just bought a ton of stuff because I was like, hey, I'm going to just try to get back. I bought a messy card. Oh, I guess. Big uh, game on Sunday. Big, you know, oh, they, in, sure. <laughs> you didn't even realize no, they were going no to clue. the final. Didn't know if they won or lost or yeah. what he's doing anymore. I bought a Sapphire card. It was basically card exactly what we what, uh, the two big guys predicted. Won? Yeah. Argentina and, and France. France. Okay. Yep. He plays for our. You got it. Argentina is who it. he plays for. You. Um, this is it's a wrong world when I'm telling you sports not, facts. So. Well, that's not a sport, so don't don't confuse <laughs> okay, that. Um, yeah, I okay. don't know. In, in general, though, I, I literally I just went nuts. Oh, Travis's lot was 120 cards. The coolest card, though, I did want to point this out from my boy Bunk. It's from I think it's like a 2014 card. It's a horizontal card, three mini pictures, almost similar to the Bird rookie, like three individual photographs on there. Sure. Uh huh. It's Mike Trout, Miguel Cabrera, and Joe Maurer was a phenomenal catcher that you wouldn't know. And that's okay. okay. All right. Thank you. 
It's a gold card, so it's numbered out of 2014. Topps paper back then numbered their gold to correspond to the year. So in 2014, was the gold version was 2014. That's how many of them were made. Um, so fairly limited edition. Okay. It's an SGC 9.5. That was the coolest card I bought last night, I think. Oh, okay. Very cool card. I then nice. bought a bunch of like raw judge variations from his rookie year. Again, ton of stuff that has to be graded, but I thought I think it's gonna, I don't know. I think I'm going to kind of actively get back into that and like start trying to buy to sell to flip and like get back into that whole game. I think it's interesting just because I I like knowing what you're actually doing as far as like profit and what kind of margins there are. If I'd be interested in starting to do that with you know some of my stuff, so I'm I'm down. I think the audience will enjoy it. Here's what I would say. So here is my 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 discussion point here though. I made it, I think, as a buyer on social media or anywhere else, just be very upfront with what you're doing. I, I was very specific. I you were, yeah. These three sports, I'm looking for raw or graded. This is the price range I'm looking for, and I'm paying 70 to 80%. You know, of like, comps, yeah. Yeah, Travis is a lot, for example. And again, Travis, I've dealt with a bunch. He's been in the game a long By time. Way, we need to talk about that. I'm still trying to work that thing out with Travis. I want to make sure he gets hooked up. So He did. I talked to Carlos yesterday. Oh, He already got paid. Um I paid 270 bucks. Like I said, I literally comped the first five or six cards. That lot was probably even less than 70%. Ton of cards though, 120 cards. Your average cost is less than two and a half dollars a card. I'm not going to go through and comp it all. I knew it was a good deal. I bought it, but like something like that, he came strong. Like dude, 270, take it all. Yeah, yeah. Most guys were like that. Actually, the cool thing, the whole bunk lot, I bought live at the monthly card show. I will say, you don't want to hear this. That hopping God. thing, like the live room, uh -huh. it is pretty cool for buying because you just add them to the video. So literally, oh. we're, it's like a Zoom. So he's I in there, you. here's this card. Okay, here's comps. We literally just comped everything. Hey, 75% added a few bucks, bam, done. Most guys were great. I will say this, a large portion of the hobby, and it's interesting to me, have no clue how far the market has dropped. Like I had a number of guys who are, who are pretty, you think they have no clue or they purposely are. No, I, I think most of them have no clue. Cause when I responded like, Hey, instead of 200, you said 200 and you'd sell it for 150. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest. It's probably worth 140. I would pay 75% of that. The majority of guys are like, Oh, okay. You hadn't even looked. Let me check. Yep. Hey, you're right. No problem. Um, I don't know. That gives me a real vibe of, Oh, they were just trying to see how aware you were and they're going to try and get I what guess. they can. I comp everything. Like I, know, I am a comp man. I mean, maybe, but some of these guys, I actually, I truly believe. I also had to be a little bit selective. Tua stuff, for example, I was like, dude, I'm only paying 70% because if there weren't recent comps. Sure. He's had a bad couple of weeks. Yeah, if they're playing a, few a Buffalo. Weeks ago, sure. Right. Um, but my, my biggest complaint here is if somebody is very upfront with what they're paying, two things. One, if you really want to sell, mm -hmm. have a price. I can't tell you how many guys sent me, hey, here's what I've got. Make me an offer. I just respond, no. And they're always bewildered. What does that mean? I thought you were buying. <laughs> I'm not pricing your crap. At least tell me where you're at so I can see if we're in the same world. Yes. Other guys would do this stupid thing where haven't comped. Anytime it starts with haven't comped in a while, you know they're making up a horribly high price. Yep. Some guy quoted me 250 bucks, I think, on a lot. Not going to say his name. I don't even know him. Never dealt with him before. Okay. I just wrote back, I'm not interested. Like it, I knew we were right not away. even in yeah. the world. I think a lot of times if they come to you and they want you to give a price, it's because the, the ultimate idea is they want more than what they, they, they think that you, there's a possibility you might not know what it's actually worth. But I think in your situation, by asking, by making them tell you first, it also puts you in a position of, 
Like you may not actually have any interest in that card, but if it is a good enough deal and they came to you with a low enough price, you would be right. But if it's that's true, but if the there's majority, no interest at all, I think the majority though are they will make up a price because a lot of guys are just lazy, which I, I don't get it. Like just take a few minutes and check. But then also I get the vibe of like, Hey, I'm going to throw it a hot, like, I, okay, I want a hundred dollars for this card. Jesse, I'll sell you this card for 120. If you negotiate me down, you feel like you won, you beat me down to a hundred when really that's my number. Yeah. I get that approach too. You have to be in the ballpark. Like the kid who told me the 200, it was either 200 or 250. Mm -hmm. Like I comped everything at like 150 bucks. And if I'm paying 75%, it means I'm paying like 120 or less. Sure. I was like, dude, I'm not going to counter you at half your price. And to me, yeah, it's, it's useless. Not, yeah. And I even, and some of the guys, well, you know, counter. No, you're, you're not playing a position of strength shooting for the stars like that. You're drive people away. Like for me, I'm just like, dude, I'm not going to, if I have to convince you that hundred's really worth 50. Yeah. You're wasting my time. Like I'm good. So that is just my, out. My, Do you ever just go like just complete, if they give you such a high, crazy number, you give them just a crazy low number. I don't. Cause I just feel like, you know, like I just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Cause guys are going to get upset and waste my time. And, yeah. then, and then too, you know, with us, like I'll get called oh, sports cards, no, <laughs> ripping people off. No, I he just gave think me $2 for this Kobe rookie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyways. So yeah. The point being, I spent like a maniac. I also sent about 300 cards to SGC to grade, uh, two days ago, that huge Bowman Chrome lot from Eddie came in mm -hmm. a ton of my stuff went in. So, uh, I would say look for two big singles auction shows on the app starting next week, two a week for the foreseeable future. Um, since we're talking about what we just picked up, I will just go ahead and mention a uh, big show. No to oh, sorry. Yeah, we even got. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> this was, this Don't is you a, dare. This is a little bit of a goulash episode, guys. Enjoy. It's uh, it's a hearty uh, tomato-based. Let me ask you a trivia question because I'm teasing your trivia. What word do you think I hate more, goulash or hodgepodge? Well, I don't know how often we use hodgepodge. So if I've said the word, I know you hate it. So goulash. It's funny. I was going to say hodgepodge. <laughs> Sometimes we've called it a hodgepodge episode in the past. And then you started calling it a goulash. I've episode. always called it goulash. I'll you may have said hod hodgepodge. I don't like either, but that's okay. Matthew Deal, one of our listeners, fan. Uh, well, I don't know if he's a fan of the show, but he listens at least. And he's a nice guy. We message back and forth. He said he had like some Mario cards he wanted to send me, which I thought, hey, that's really very kind. And all the guys, I, this has happened to a few guys recently that want to send me stuff. I, I do feel really bad because you're just sending me things and I, I don't think I deserve it. What but do you do for the people? I mean, that's the thing. I mean, we talk back and forth already. You don't have to send me anything. We're just talking. So, uh, but that being said, thank you. And thank you to Matthew because he went above and beyond. Not only did he send me uh, some Mario Nintendo based stuff, but he also sent me like this, you know, 2005 Jay-Z rookie, which uh, it's not the one I think everybody's going after, but it is a tops uh, rookie. Very cool. Okay. The Beyonce Ninja Turtles. I am Beyonce always. Uh, some punch out cards, some Favorite Marvel cards. I, you may not, you may not uh, believe this. I Leonardo? I never watched it. I never, I don't care for Ninja Turtles. I was a, I was a Power Rangers guy <laughs> that satisfied my, my craving for haya and kicking. Uh, Ninja Turtles was not my thing. Favorite Power Ranger. Oh, I think we've talked about this. Uh, green slash white Ranger. Tommy. When, when, RIP. All right. You heard about that, right? He, yes. he recently passed. Nowhere. Uh, I'll but try he, to make it through my grief. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. I put it doesn't take too soon. Okay, uh, but he, he uh, when he became that pyramid, like when he had that pyramid sword thing that came out. Do you remember? 
he would like blow on his like knife flute thing and it would talk to him that it was like a tiger. The White Ranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay, remember. Okay. Vaguely, you get it. Yes. Okay. Anyway, uh, thank you, Matthew. Thank you to everybody uh, who was kind enough to send me these non-sport cards. Just bang this out right now too. I want to tell them about the trivia. Oh. Because um, we're talking about like actual content that's going to happen on the app as well. Yeah, let's just get all app talk out of the way then. Um, so uh, Card Shop Live is the app. If you are interested, Tuesday night, uh, so that is, what is that, four days from now, five days from now, we're going, I'm going to be live on the app on the Sports Cards Nonsense five days from now. Five days from now. Uh, Sports Cards Nonsense page, and I'm doing something a little different. Lord knows uh, there's enough guys out there selling cards. We're going to do a trivia night. Um, we're going to, at 7 p.m., Central Time, going to host a trivia night where there will be 20 spots to enter. Um, it's going to, for this first one, we're going to give away, you don't, you don't have to pay anything. Actually, I think you have to pay a dollar to enter, but uh, the prize is going to be like 250 bucks uh, app cash. And it's going to be all, in this case, this one will be sports-based. They may not always be, but this will be a sports-based trivia night. Uh, more details to come on the app, but... Uh, be ready on Monday is when the spots will open up to be purchased and you just have to be available at that specific time. Again, Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central. This is I think gonna it's going to be a lot of fun. This is going to go down as your biggest content contribution on the app. I think this is going to be wildly successful. That well, is like, a compliment. I, I fully admit that the great, like the card ripping and stuff, I like to be in the room with you doing it uh, because I know then I'm not the one putting it in penny sleeves and top loaders. And you can do it at a speed that I'm not proficient at, but to be able to just talk about trivia and joke around and like follow a leaderboard, because we're going to do it with anybody who's familiar with this program called Kahoot. It's really easy to use, uh, but you'll be able to watch the guys as they play. You can answer yourself. Uh, unfortunately, your points don't matter for the, the giveaway, but there's going to be more trivia going forward. This is the first of many CSL trivia nights. If it takes off. If it takes off, if no one cares. Trivia yeah. versus, no, no, it takes off in a good way. Oh, okay. What do you, what do you think takeoff means? Takeoff's a good thing. No, no, no. I'm saying, I thought you were going to say, if it takes off, period. Like, we're going to do no, it No, no, no. If it takes off, I think it's going to. Yeah, yeah. We're going to build up to an SCN versus the world trivia. Dude, I think you price. and I doing trivia. Because I we've done this before where typically you are team. all sports. We're a tough team. And I am like a lot of the nonsense categories. We're a tough team. <sighs> Dude. You've seen me play Jeopardy. Oh, well, you've never beaten me, but you've seen me play. I have, I have beaten you playing Jeopardy. Please don't embarrass yourself. Okay, here's your rundown for today. We're going to talk a little bit of Brock versus the world. That is topic number one. Well, we've already had like four topics. So topic, you know. The real topic number one. <laughs> topic number four. We have a little bit of card news. Fanatics, eBay, yada, yada. Zach is going to attempt to actually join the Zoom call from PC Sports. If he doesn't, we, if he doesn't we drop him totally as a sponsor <laughs> and block his number. Why would you be so mean? We got a couple of little things in the mailbag. That's it. Yeah, that's the 20 minutes in. There's your rundown. Um, let's go right into 2022 QB pricing comparison. Here's the first thing about Brock Purdy. You will notice he has no jersey cards yet. No RPAs. Mm -hmm. I did talk to our guy at Panini literally minutes ago. He said it will be whichever one of these next three products is released first. will have the first Brock Purdy patch autos. Either NT, encased, or select. So those are the three. If you're looking for his patch autos, that's when we'll start to see those. If you cards. had to have a preference, which would you want one over the other? I mean, NT is insane. Yeah, that's. But right. I just want them out there. Okay. Um, however, the fact that he doesn't have any too, just in the greater, like the grand scheme of things, you're talking about 
And let's just crazy speculate. This kid becomes the guy in this yeah, class. Yeah, I was about to say, like, there could be a, a real world where in like two weeks from now, no, no one, one cares, cares anymore. Right. But, but there's yeah. also, a, there could also be a real world in two months from now. This kid's, you know, six and oh, and led them to a playoff sure. win and is on. And if that happens, and let's just say again, let's just project out like crazy. This kid's unbelievable. He's the man. Um, there's a real world then when his RPAs have a real premium because he is in, he's missed the whole first half of releases. Yeah. So, okay. anyways, just something to keep in mind. Being um, Mr. He plays tonight, right? I, th I believe the 49ers play tonight. I think that's true. Okay, so um, what do we have for pricing, though? I'm not yeah, pricing. So I, we want to compare him, basically. I pulled up pricing for autos of his. You're again, right, by since the way. They're at is. Seattle tonight. There you go. That is, man, I think they win that game. Seattle's playing a little bit rough lately, so. But at Seattle's tough. Well, I, like you've been saying the last few episodes, 49ers have everything going for them. They just needed a quarterback and he seems to be doing okay. Stacked. Okay, go ahead. Um, so I did based on certified autos because certified was a card that yep. everybody has. Brock and then every all the other guys we looked up. Apples had. to apples, as it were. So do you want to start start with Brock? Because it's all yeah, downhill set, after this as far as pricing goes. Set the table for me. Um Brock who, again. Who is on the list? And I'll stop interrupting. Uh, so we have Kenny Pickett. Uh, I threw in Desmond Ritter as well. Um, you didn't ask for him. So but, the three from this year, which so I'm excited the three about. From this year. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Tua, and Jalen Hurt. So all the big quarterbacks from this year and the last two years. So from the last three drafts, mm -hmm. by the way, your boy Desmond Ritter at New Orleans. New Orleans defense is either unbelievable, like when they play Tom Brady, or they are <laughs> garbage. I think it'd be phenomenal if this kid came out and threw for 7,000 yards. Uh, tonight, I think there's going to be a lot of guys. Well, that's not, that game's not tonight, is it? No, that game. Oh, is that's Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Uh, but yeah, going back to what we've got pulled up, Purdy is uh, certified auto, no patch. $720 was the last card of his that sold today. Uh, it was out of 75. On bids. On bids. It is by far the highest of any of these that we're going to talk about. And it's not an outlier. So if you go to yesterday, this one out of 25. Same card, 1350 Okay. $1,350. by the way. And what you'll also notice is when we start looking at some of these other ones. So this is out of 75 and it was $720. This one out of 25 is $1,350. A lot of these where it's out of like 25 or goes to like out of 50 or something, there's really not a huge price change. In this, there is definitely a big price change. Um, going to the 14th. So yesterday, again, yesterday, 500 bucks, another one of Brock's out of 75. I, so between yesterday and today, it jumped $220. And now we're seeing even higher pricing. I think a lot of guys are probably getting ready for the game tonight, thinking that prices may spike even more. If he does well, there is your baseline Brock Purdy. Okay. All right. Crazy Kenny, pricing, by the way, Kenny Pickett also 2022. Um, a lot of these, I couldn't find just an auto for recent sale comparison. So a lot of these are going to be RPA. So again, take that Same into product, account. Same product, but patch autos. Yeah. Um, but Kenny Pickett, RPA, out of again, this one's out of $199, but $130. Here's one out of $20, $200. With an awesome patch. Makes yeah. sense. Um, another, I mean, this one probably went for like $180. It was on uh, best yeah. offer. But you get the point. Not selling 150 anywhere to 200. close. Nowhere close. But again, we've seen more from Kenny Pickett. He's not quite as stellar as what a lot of people think Purdy's going to be. Uh, Desmond Ritter. I thought this was going to be, I thought he was going to be a lot higher, actually. So if you look at this one, sold yesterday 
Um, this one is out of 15. So just a certified sticker auto, no patch yep. to 125, uh, silver so $125. $125. So, that same patch auto though. So the one up top, mm-hmm. three color patch auto, Kenny sold for 200, Ritter sold for 96. And that, that one was out of 75. But yes, obviously there's, everyone is on the Purdy train. Um, I honestly think that Ritter was going to be a lot higher. I, I was curious of your take. Do you think that this goes higher uh, given if he performs well? If he performs Sunday? well, it's going to spike and people are going to go a little bit crazy, but there's no Super Bowl buzz around Atlanta. So it will be tempered. We're not going to see a Brock Purdy result no matter okay. what he does. All right. Because Purdy's a perfect situation. That's the difference. Yes. He's on a team where it's like all of a sudden this is the guy. It goes nuts. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. 225 was what he sold for on the 10th. Uh, this is out certified of patch auto. RPA uh, out of 99. You, I mean, again, it's kind of the, the same point here. There's some other ones that are graded that go higher, but we're not going to count on those. Um, this one was certified pink out of 75 sold for 218. That was a few weeks ago. That's wild to me that Kenny Pickett's selling that close to Trevor Lawrence. Oh, well, that's the thing. A lot of other than uh, I think Joe Burrow I think was the second highest as far as pricing goes for non-graded stuff. So this one was 2020 Panini certified out of 50. This is an RPA three color sold patch, for $525. That is the, cl- I th- I believe as we go through this, this is the closest we get to Purdy pricing. Okay. Where's and two and Hertz on this. That's someone who's been to the Super Bowl. Uh, so, Oh, Herbert's out. Oh, well, that's a better patch as well. So Herbert and Burrow, though, are about oh, the same on their patch autos. Yeah, Herbert's pretty close, but five to six hundred, depending of on the patch. Five hundred and ten dollars uh, okay. for again for an RPA, and this again it's so funny that the party is just the auto. Uh, Tua, he's down closer to Kenny and Trevor. He's selling for about two twenty seven. Uh, was one of the more recent ones. Uh, two ninety nine with a better patch. Yeah, that one's out of seventy five. He got three hundred bucks for that. Um, but these were also sold a couple weeks ago. So I didn't find a lot of Tua that was ungraded that sold in the last couple weeks. But there's a 9510 that sold for 575 with a great patch. So that puts that card raw about 300. Okay. So, so there he's you out go. selling Trevor by a little bit, and he's about two to one over Kenny Pickett. And then where's Jay? See, Jalen should be out selling Tua. So though. Jalen, I thought was like really weird. And it goes in line with how he's been underpriced uh, to me, at least you tell me what I'm missing, okay. but out of 15 his 2021 Panini certified well, did $132. Hang, hang on, go to patch. Everything else has been patch autos. Go to patch autos for him. Okay. Cause that's the thing. That's a subset. So in, here's, here's one out of 30, $136 a couple a weeks napkin ago. napkin patch. Yeah. It, does yep. he not have certified like the jumbo patch, like the other guys? Uh, let's see. Okay. So that card at the bottom is a better example. November 3rd, number to 25 piece of the game. That's four, three or four colors, 188 bucks. This one that's out of five, similar to that, the patch. Well, how I can't even tell that, that patch cheap. is covered up so much. Okay. But it's $250. But that's, that's the point is I don't know if I'm missing something. Why is he so cheap? Just the fact that scroll down a little bit more. I guess people don't know how he's going to perform in playoffs, if he's going to do anything. I guess, but we don't know how any of these guys are going to perform in the playoffs, and some of these guys aren't even going to make the playoffs. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so the point being, Bryce Purdy, Brock Purdy stuff is absolutely through the roof. (laughs) That is the bottom line. I didn't know it was going to be that. I thought thought Burrow and Herbert were still going to be on his level. I am curious. Do you think any of these are worth a look as far as 
Uh, if I had to buy one of these guys at the value they're at right now, I'm going Jalen Hurts. Okay. He's almost cheaper than everybody, and I think that team goes as far as anybody of the teams we've discussed. The Desmond Ritter, the fact that Desmond there's Ritter, like an RPA yeah. out of 75 for $96, like if he does something, I could see that spike like to sure. legit double. Here's the tough thing, though. You've only got four games left. You're at the Saints, at the Ravens. Cardinals, you can put up big big numbers against, and then at home against the Bucks, which in general, their defense is very good. They didn't look at last week. Yeah. So I, I don't know. And then they're going to miss the playoffs, obviously. Or not obviously, but probably. So, yeah, I don't know. Okay. There you go. There's your 2022 cool. QB pricing comparison. Let's bring on Zach from PC Sports Cards to talk a little consigning. Zach, how are you since the last time we saw you? It's been a long time. I'm good. I have a 10 month old now. So thanks for having me on Mike and Jesse. And uh, yeah, yeah, man. pretty good. Pretty good. Well, Hey, we appreciate you joining us. Um, we did definitely, uh, we were a little gun shy after last time, but I'm going to tell you this, the <laughs> camera, you said the camera wasn't great. Camera looks great. Audio sounds pretty decent. And the fact that it's a decent, stable connection on a computer, Overall, I'm going to say 10 out of 10 better than last time. So I'm happy. Yeah. Well, I mean, last time was uh, zero out of 10. <laughs> we don't so. talk about that. We don't talk about that. time. We'll forget about it. I'm sorry. I brought fair it enough, up. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, tell us about consigning world. Cause again, we, we bring you guys on, uh, you're one of the, if not the largest sports card consigner on eBay. Is that right? Uh, we are one of them for sure. I'd say we're top three, top three. Okay. Would be the right number. That's insane. That's yeah. big numbers. So tell us yeah, as far you. as like the, the consumer who wants to sell their cards versus consign, what's the benefits of a consigning, uh, consigning through you guys or just consigning in general? Well, the biggest benefit is it's kind of twofold. It's time. And it's also money. Cause a lot of levels, you know, you sell through us, you'll make the same amount you'd make selling yourself. So we do all the work take all the, you know, you don't have to spend your time, you know, you work nine to five, you have a kid, you're hanging out with your wife, you have dinner with the family, you put the kid to bed, it's eight o'clock, you know, you haven't even had a chance to rest yet. And you got to then list 50 cards on eBay and ship them. That's, you know, another three, four hours a week. So to me, that's the biggest one, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's, that's why I got into cards full time to begin with, because I was doing it on the side. And after work, I was working every day till one, 2 a.m. And I just couldn't handle doing both anymore. Jeez. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, in this case too, the, the idea that someone would want to sell their own is often because, well, I'm going to make more money that way. But is it, is that the case? Like in, 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 in I guess at least What's with the you. Fee? Yeah. The fee structure. Yeah. So we basically set it up. So anything over a hundred dollars, you're pretty much going to make more money or at least equal selling through us stuff under $10. We charge a $3 flat fee because we don't want to be inundated with stuff that doesn't make money, right? We have a big organizational structure, but you know, if you sell a card over $10,000 with us, you're getting 93% through eBay alone that I believe you'd be at 13% or 13.3 now. Um, so yeah, there's a big difference there. You have other benefits too. Like, you know, if you're dealing with the return, you know, that's on us. If a card gets lost in the mail, say you want to sell a high value card and it gets lost in the mail, you know, if it gets lost and we sell for you, you're still getting paid. You know, that's not your responsibility anymore. That's awesome. So that's a big benefit too. The other big one is the numbers will be better because we get eyes on the stuff, you know? So your store, do you, do you have like an actual eBay storefront then that guys go to? Yeah. Yeah. You could see it uh, if you go to eBay and search PC underscore sports cards. And uh, we always have between like 
five and 10,000 items listed at any given time. So there's a ton of stuff there. So eBay's done like a ton of changes recently. Is there anything like new going into 2023 that the general public should be aware of? Maybe that they may not be. That's a good question. Um, one thing we're working on getting with them is like an exclusive high-end auction, which would be really cool. It gives people, you know, you look at the auction houses and certain sites, I'm not going to name other names, but they keep selling the same things, you know, monthly. So it kind of drives the numbers down and they all have the same eyes on them. eBay has a different set of eyes. So hopefully some of that stuff will do, you know, better with us or just be a different different set of uh, customers, basically. So here's a couple of questions we get quite a bit, Zach. So as far as value, if a card is worth X amount or less, what's the number you put on that to use eBay? Like to use consignment on eBay? Because guys always say, hey, I've got a card worth this amount of money. Do I go auction house? Do I go eBay? I have a number in my head I've kind of gone That's off. A, of. Yeah. I, I mean... I think anything under $50,000 is my number. Okay. Uh, but you guys are also like able to handle that, right? Cause you've done this for a while. Not every correct. consigner could do a $50,000 card. Correct. The highest card we sold on auction was like $120,000 on eBay. What was it? So it was a LeBron James black label base. This obviously this was in that was last year, right? Oh, 2020. Yeah, it was like mid 2020. Um, Have we found we that a, guy? Has that buyer been found like just playing in the highway <laughs> since then? <laughs> just he, jumping you know, off a bridge. He, it's Staten coming Island. back. It's got to. No. <laughs> you know, I found him in, um, he was in Tijuana, just, you know, struggling to survive. But <laughs> uh, the uh, we had a Mahomes. Red zone ticket PSA 10 sell last year, which is like, if people don't know, it's like the variation of the contenders. It was like 90 something thousand dollars. Someone bought there too. So we definitely have the capabilities if that's what you're asking. I would say a lot of people are probably, Mike, what's your number? So I was, I'm a 25 guy. That's kind of been my, you know, for the most part, 25,000 and below. Yeah, I, I agree with, I, I see that as like a number a lot of people see. I just, like we've obviously used the auction houses too. I don't see them necessarily caring that much about a card under 50 grand. That's my opinion. That's, That's not a fact, obviously. But now you guys will sell with auction houses, right? You're not always selling with eBay for those bigger ones is what you're saying. For our consignment, we're going to do it on our own. We also will sell privately to people items that big, that size. You know, you can tell us, hey, I have this six figure card. We'll put it up fixed price. We'll put pictures on Instagram. We'll reach out to the people we know and work something out that way where the fee generally on a private sale is 5%. Oh, nice. Wow. Okay. Even better. So I, I am curious then too, just kind of more general. I mean, you guys are selling thousands of cards a week. Obviously the market is not what it once was. What do you guys see? Like, what's the hot, like if guys are going to eBay right now, cause timing is everything. What is, what are some either names, sports teams? Like what is the time to sell right now? Who's on that list? I'm guessing you guys were just talking about, but I think <laughs> any Brock Purdy card is time to sell right oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> would be my opinion. I would sell a lot of football stuff right now. I, I think, I think most of it's only going down from here the rest of the year. Um, basketball hasn't really had the spike it had yet. I would think basketball makes sense in January. I think, I think after the new year stuff's going to pick up again, this is just me guessing. I just think that, you know, after the holiday, because right now people got holidays, things like that. Uh, obviously, you're probably a little late, but a lot of the soccer stuff made sense. And I think you have a nice runway to set yourself up with baseball sales heading into March before the season. So if you have quantity of the stuff, 
maybe you start unloading the lesser stuff now, building up towards the season with the bigger stuff in March. And do you guys do graded and raw, or is it still graded only? Oh, we we do it all now. You we do, do now. It okay. All. So here's the next yeah. question. Yeah, because I've got a bunch of stuff. Also, for Joe Schmo, and then I'll ask for special treatment after this. <laughs> what does it entail? I have ten cards I want to sell to PC. Like, what's that process look like? All you got to do, you sign up on the website. You got to put your email address in. You fill out the consignment form, which takes about two minutes. Uh, an email is automatically generated to us and to you. You ship the cards to us. They'll be listed. Honestly, 10 cards in under a week from when we receive them, probably two to three days. But I, let's just say a week to keep everyone uh, satisfied. Then do you guys stick to like a specific time? Like, again, is it just general, hey, seven days, seven day auction period? We'll list auctions Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Friday, we'll do relists under $100. So it's items that have already sold before and Sunday night. Thursday nights, we do 10 days and the next Sunday for all stuff. It's basically stuff that we deem cool, as in like a nice Hall of Famer autos or stuff that's over like $500 to $1,000. So they're all curated together every week. Nice. I've got I've got a pretty cool set. It's not mine, but my I was telling Jesse last week, a buddy of mine, I've known this guy, Sean, for years. He used to help us moderate the break group. His kid's gym teacher or some sort of teacher. I don't know what she does. I think it was Jim. <laughs> Found a bunch of 1919 Piedmonts. So she sent them over. To, they sent them over to us. I think there were 20 or 25 of them. I sent them to SGC to grade. But when they come back, he said, hey, just consign them. You know, take a, take a chunk out of the fee and then just throw her the money back. So I am interested. I want to send these to you people. I and here is, went excellent. Go here ahead and throw my, on the caveat. Here is my caveat. Because you blew us off last week, <laughs> if I send you these 25 cards, will you auction these cards for your normal fee for me? I don't want to do paperwork. I hate paperwork. Can oh I, yeah, I mean, it, this is me for everyone else out there. Fill out the form. <laughs> Correct. But, you know, the form is really it's it's a protection for yourself as well. So you have proof of what you sent us, and then for us to confirm it, Mike. I guess we trust you. So yeah, you wouldn't have to fill out any forms. This is going to be a professionally <laughs> curated auction. I'm going to be live every night on our socials screaming about these cards, bro. I'm I, pumped. I, I'm excited. I am curious too, though. Do you do? Do you guys consign anything besides cards? Yeah. So that's a big thing. You know, you asked me next year. So we actually have a deal expanding with eBay. So memorabilia, comics, all that, uh, anything you could collect coins that will all be included. So that we'll be able to sell that at the same rates we do nice. cards right now. Oh, that's cool. I didn't realize that. Um, all right. Anything else going on? Anything you want to talk about? How do you feel about your giants collapsing in the second half? <laughs> I am not happy. I, I mean, I, I do think they're going to win Sunday in, New, in uh, Washington. I'm excited. We do, we do Christmas a week early with my uh, wife's family. So I got to come back Sunday, but I'm not going to miss the game. Maybe I'm going to wish it. How do you feel about Matt Jones as your quarterback? <laughs> my quarterback is Thomas Edward leading the Fair. NFC, NFC South division leader, Thomas Edward you, Brady. Are you proud of that? I will be at that well? game, by the way, I'm going to the game in, oh, in I forgot uh, you're going to Tampa that. this week. They, if they keep it within 15, I'll be happy. I have a feeling they're going to, oh, they're going to get blown out. You're a Bucks fan now. As soon as he left, I followed Tom. Yep. Patriots too. What if he's too. a giant quarterback next year? Oh, I'm in. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. I don't think he's foolish Fair enough. enough that to was, that I don't was think he's foolish enough. So it was honest. Oh, I'm, I'm, I roll with Tom. He, Tom is the last remaining player from my childhood in any sport that I care about. What if he becomes a Yankees pitcher next year? When Tom, when Tom retires, I'm not watching any more sports ever again. Okay. That's fair. 
So Show ends. We've said that. Um, Zach, thank you, man. Really appreciate you jo- joining, especially because we literally checked with you maybe 30 minutes ago. So uh, thank you for doing this. So last minute. And uh, thank you for allowing me to send you those cards. Let's <laughs> not forget that. Yeah, you're welcome. Congrats. Well, I, we owe 2023. We, we owed you one. And anyone that wants to check us out, pcsportscards.com, fill out the form. We'll take care of you. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's a good plug. So if you go to the sports cards nonsense website, if you don't remember the link or how to get there, all that stuff is under card services. You can check their links. Um, there you go. You plugged his plug. I, I've double plugged it. Good. There's yeah, no water sure coming out of there. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Zach. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys. Happy holidays. All right, buddy. We'll see you. Thanks. See, that was the whole point there. I want these SGC cards in the hands of people I know and trust, and I am lazy, and I'm not filling out paperwork. That's a win-win. I'm excited. I've never sold vintage cards like that. I don't even know who they are. 1919. You know, oh, there's, there'll be some good ones. Oh, Zach's still around. He's sticking in. That's good. <laughs> no, no. My bad. My no, bad. no. Throw it in. No, no. Stick around. <laughs> How many 1919 Piedmont cards do you have you guys sold recently? Uh, not many. See, it's, this is fun. This is going to be a first. I know a couple it'll of them fun. are like totally random names, and they go for a few hundred bucks, which is why. Well, I got to see what they grade, but yeah, I'm actually a little excited. They're all going to be good. We went through some, we had some. 33 Gaudis, like the Ruth card, just obviously not the Ruth that we found in a box here that we just sent off the grading and stuff. So it'll be good. The vintage stuff usually does really well. We're we're not on the air right now, right? Oh, no, we are, bud. You keep interrupted. We uh, had to keep you on. This is perfect. Oh, I'm sorry. There you go. You want to plug your website again or you want to leave? <laughs> no, thank you for the insight. 1919 Piedmont cards coming to an auction near you. The you Geo go. Collection. Don't use tobacco though. Just the cards. Hey, that's a there good you go. Plug. There's the end of it. Third now we plug. now we'll see if he can leave. Triple plug. <laughs> <laughs> see you, Zach. Yeah. No, I am excited. I told her I'd sell them and I don't know how to sell those cards other than eBay. I'm also sending them. I told you I pulled that really weird um oh, what's that stupid agent's name? Drew Rosenhaus. It's a Brooklyn back mini card out of Ginter. Oh. It's a it's a weird card, but it's an SGC ten. I actually think it's probably worth hundred or two hundred bucks. So I'm sending that as well. Um twenty six cards headed their way. I feel like there was something else. Oh, I was going to mention, just because we also uh, work with Five Star. I did want to just throw them out there just because they also, they'll do raw, they'll do some smaller stuff too. So obviously PC's been in there. They do a lot of really big stuff. Uh, Maddie's uh, Five Star cards on the website. You can check him out too. He's got really quick turnaround time. So check them both out, whoever you need to use. Matt is also a little more hands-on. Yeah, 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 for sure. I, um, actually, I'm going to send, you know, I'm glad you said that. I'm one's gonna, like a mom and pop. One's like a Walmart, both very useful in different ways. I'm going to split them up then. I'm saying half and half. Bro. That's only just, fair. Matt's always been good to me. Yeah. Okay. All right. One thing we want to do too, because everybody hates it, which makes me want to do it even more. Our buddies at Panini hooked us up with, so these are the new Panini Prism UFC packs. They are pink packs. Uh, they're on, they're for sale on Panini's website right now. They're 25 bucks a piece. You can open that are one. Are we both opening one? Yeah. We're going to open cool. one each. There's three cards a pack. They're these limited edition Here's the rule with this. If I know who the person is, it's good because I don't know that many names. Here's the thing. Last time we did this, you somehow got the card that was worth like $1,000 and I got one that was worth $20. I still so. have to sell it, so it doesn't mean anything. So these are 25 bucks a whack. Um, we're going to give some of these away as well on our socials. So you can go buy them, but we'll also do a giveaway. So Ooh. who do you got? Give me your name. First name. Uh, Raphael Fizev. Nope. Fizev, but it is a pink. Look at yeah, They're, oh, all, they're pink. all pink. Oh, never mind. <laughs> it is a rookie though. Okay. I got Jose Aldo. Never, never um, heard of him. Next one is not a rookie. Uh, Marlon Vera. Okay. I got Gilbert Burns. Last you? one. Lauren Murphy. 
I'm going to say Lauren could knock both of our keys oh, out. I'm looking at Lauren and she is going to kill me in my dreams. Look at this guy. this guy looks like a, he looks like a neighbor. Like this guy's farming. Marson <laughs> Tibera. All right, I'm opening one more. That was very anticlimactic. We got to find a name we know. Okay. Yeah, please. Carlos, do. do you know anything about UFC? Do you know any of these names we just spoke of? No, I have no idea. It'd be great okay. if he's just over there laughing at us. Like they're all great. Thank you for your input. We got a guy named <laughs> Giga? Leave Carlos alone. Gigi G I G A Giga. <laughs> Giga. Yeah, that's got to be right. Nailed it. <laughs> got to be. We right. got this guy Misha. Oh no, Kirkanov. Nailed it. <laughs> and I love when Askar I'm not the one. Askarov. He's got his first name in his last name. I want to do one more too. Maybe do one want. more. We're going to give away these nine to somebody. Let's just try. All right. Well, uh, we're going to do a giveaway on our this socials. Is 12. Just we'll 12 give away cards. all 12 cards. So you can follow us on our socials to get all these cards. Then we're also going to give away something else. I don't know how we'll do it. Just pay attention to the socials. And you can go buy these on Panini. If this is your thing, they're 25 bucks. All right. Anthony Smith. Nope. Man. Next. Jared. Nope. Can Canier. Okay. And then Donald Cerrone. Oh, Cerrone. Like- I've heard him. The cowboy. Cerrone? Oh. Yep. Yeah. I've heard of him. Yeah, he is the cowboy. <gasps> you did know him. Wow, I just thought you were making that up. So That's there's great. your prism packs, UFC pink cracked ice, pink pink ice cards, whatever they are. You They're know what cool we did? Looking. We saved all the really good hits uh, for you guys in the unopened packs. So. Yes, we've got six packs left to give away. Like I said, we'll break them down and do it on social here at some point this week. So pay attention to that and uh, yeah, go buy some Ampanini if that's your thing. Now, time for the goulash. Not hodgepodge. You wanted me to say hodgepodge. I wouldn't do it. Fanatics News. We did get our contact from Fanatics reaching out to us the other day. couple interesting things. One, let me go ahead and hit you with there's no Panini news to go along with this. So yep. if you were thinking that's what it was, it's not that. There isn't anything to talk about there. If there ever is, we will be, well, we're told we'll be the first to know. So you'll hear it from us when there is. The news that they did want to share, though, is that, so you may notice that when new product comes out on certain breaking channels, some people are breaking this product early when they shouldn't be. Um, the Fanex basically has taken a different route than I would have. I think my route would have been punishment. Like, hey, if we see you breaking this early, then you're just not going to get the product. But um, I guess they're like more peace and love. So they've decided to do a little spin on it. They're going to, uh, I guess, starting with triple threads, give out product to a breaker and a card shop a couple days early purposely where they are the only ones who get it. They can break it a couple days early. And this apparently you may have already seen this by the time you're listening to this, because it happened yesterday, Wednesday with uh, backyard breaks. They were the first ones to get it. They will not get it every time. They are just the first ones to get product early, but going forward, that's kind of going to be their plan is give somebody a little taste, let them, you know, if the, the, Few that are actually able to buy into the break in time, let them get a little taste, and then everybody else can watch and get excited and then go on to the next week whenever a new product comes out. So that's the news. Nothing too crazy, but I like it, by the way. I don't, I, I, I think they should absolutely pick a name and breaking that they can release this with first. They can then kind of control the pipeline. They're yeah. going to obviously control the content a little bit more that way. And if you ask who's the biggest breaker in the game right now, there's no question who it is. So you go to them first. Do you have any issue? Because the when I was talking to our contact, the there, the concern was that the headlines wouldn't be great because it's going to backyard and some people have issues with them. I think overall, I think it was, if I, I haven't to, heard anything about it. If right? I wanted to come in and advertise something in the breaking world, backyard is the first person. I would call Nick at I backyard. Mean, 
period. They yeah. have the biggest following. They are the most vocal. They're the biggest breakers in the game. If you're trying to raise awareness for a product, that is who you go to. I yeah. think it's just a very easy move. So my whole point is I don't have any issue with them going to Backyard. I hope they reach out to us. I would love to do this for a product. Break it live on the on the podcast. We'll distribute it on YouTube and all that. Sign us up, Fanatics. We're happy to help. But I think it's a good idea. Good for them. Next story. Next piece of goulash. What do you have in your goulash? When, when you think of a goulash, what is in there? I just think I'm a hatred for that what? word. I don't even know what it is. It's just stupid. Ugh. eBay it's been used 80 Live times. did a break last night. Mm-hmm. Did a, They had a few breakers on. I think the overall issues that some people had were pricing, to, to put it mildly. Uh, there were not everybody. So we, uh, our boys over at Mojo were on there. Uh, day last night. Yeah. Oh, they were, I didn't see them. Yeah. Yeah. They were both Doug on. And Dan. Yeah. Doug and Dan were both on. They, their thing was fun. Um, I think this is also like getting the kinks out cause it's a beta. So audio could have been better, but their, their overall setting was fun. Um, then it went to daps. Are you familiar with Dabs? I don't even remember hearing it. I'm, I'm pretty sure I met this guy and I'm almost positive. He's buddies with Tim. I'm pretty sure it's where I met him. So I don't know anything about the guy. I can't say. Oh, you're getting ready to bash him, aren't you? I I can tell the tone. All I'm saying is if you're selling products at that price, I can't think that you may be the most upstanding hobby guy because he was selling 2020 uh, Panini Prism packs, I believe for like two to $300. Like, no, no, I'm sorry. An individual pack was selling for around $200. Prism hobby football. Yes, I believe that was the pricing. In fact, I'll I'll get the exact thing because it's weird. Some people were able to get screenshots. eBay has it at least on Androids where I couldn't take a screenshot. It would just black it out, black out the screen, so I couldn't actually see what pricing so that was. Box is nineteen hundred dollars. The NFL and there are twelve packs. Prism football was going for two hundred and thirty dollars. So the cost on that, if I bought a box, is one hundred and fifty-eight. So he was selling at two thirty a pack. Wow. Okay. Um, there are, there's other weird things going on with it. Um, maybe this was just a glitch, but the numbers in the stream seemed a little confusing because oh, I, I have an answer to this, by the you way. You do. Okay. Cause the, it was the, showing like thousands of people. That watching. is the amount of people total, not at one time. It keeps a running total of everybody who comes in and out of the chat total. Like, whereas on our app right now, viewers, it's who is live in the chat right now. There's 47. Like at one point, someone just popped in for a second. They count, they get counted. But at one point last night, it'd be like 4,500. And then the breaker would ask a question and you get three responses. Obviously there weren't 4,500 people in the room at that time. Uh, I think it is a total tally. By the way, I wonder if they'll change that. Talk about a a person we should actually reach out to. Mm -hmm. eBay is the flagship sponsor of this podcast. Are they not? (laughs) Uh, Maybe they are an investor or a partner for Card Job Live. Because we- who the last breakers were? No, I, uh, I, didn't, I didn't. I went to bed early. It was Mitch from bullpen the and Mama guy. breaks. Did he have shoes on? Mitch and Mama were in there together, and I'm not gonna lie. She's a foot taller than Mitch, which is well. Hilarious. They sat the whole time, so you couldn't tell, and they had some major audio issues for like the first five minutes. You can okay. go back and watch the the replay. Nice. No, 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 it's not. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we have how many technical issues that we ever have? Unky Mitch. Um, I you know I love both those people. They're very good fans of the hobby. Um, the. <laughs> They're very, very good fans. I didn't mean of the, fans of the hobby. Just, what was, you just, know what I mean. Yeah, just move I, on. They're, they're very good sure. people in the hobby. We get it. The overall weirdness was just like, I couldn't help but notice. I don't know if they've ever talked together in front of a camera before. It just seemed like, I don't know. It seemed very uh, silly at times and maybe like 
Stephanie didn't know what he was about to say, but it, that kind of made it more fun for me. Cause when we met Mitch, you could just tell oh, he's Mitch like you, is, like yeah. there's no preparation of like, I'm going to say this or that. Correct. It's just whatever happens, happens. And that's and why he's successful. <laughs> he is very successful. Uh, overall though, I thought the, their show was interesting. Um, Mojo was interesting. The daps one was a you little questionable. With the it's just, okay. Yeah, that's right. I, I feel like it's taken it. advantage. Okay. We've talked about a number of the, the things that we wanted to get out of the way. Um, did you want to talk anything else about monthly card show or anything like that? No, it was busy. Okay. It was pretty, it was, it was not super busy last night, but it was flawless. Technically the first okay. time was a train wreck because the tech didn't work Good. last night. It at least worked well. Uh, I was able to get a bunch of deals done. So I was happy about that. Yeah. Really fantastic. Um, so if you didn't already see, we did a mystery box video, the next three items, uh, this goes through Sunday, Pristine has given away a signed Ocho Cinco mini helmet. Uh, there's also a signed Jason Voorhees Friday the 13th picture. I think it's, I think he played hockey um, is my understanding. And then a that joke. It's funny. Every time you make it. Chisholm signed uh, framed picture, which Chaz is pretty Chisholm. No, it's jazz. Don't confuse you me because you're going to throw me off and you know, it's going to work. <laughs> Uh, so if you want to enter, all you have to do is create an account with Pristine. Use the code nonsense. Do it between now and this Sunday. You will be entered to win. Uh, we have three winners that are going to be announced later today, in fact. So there you go. Uh, the last thing before we get to the mailbag is just to try and not have to give away a box of basketball cards to the winner of the So Rare contest. The way we do that is by winning the contest ourselves, so we don't have to give it away. Common Contender Contest, again, Free to play. All you have to do is set a lineup before tomorrow at 6 p.m. Central Time, and you are entered to win. I was so close. 12,000th place is very good for me. It's better than 48,000. <laughs> um, bottom line, we're setting our lineups today, and uh, you can set yours. We'll announce winners next week. That is it. Now it is time for mailback. You yes. ready for this? Let's go. Mailback. All right. We have got a number of decent questions and some really good questions. I really thought Denton's question was real for a second. He wanted to hear about how Kyler Murray's torn ACL affects LeBron's legacy. Your you response was classic, very similar to how Stanley Nichols affect the pricing of Shroot Bucks. Um, In an ever-inflating market, yes. finish the quote. Well, I thought it was fine. Then his response, I wish it was Pretzel Day. <laughs> okay, very next. Good. That was a good start. Um, first actual question, and this is something that I, I want to preface, we don't have any actual conclusive information on this, but Matt Schoen says the shill bidding is getting ridiculous with Probstein. For example, he's had multiple Mahomes optic red slash yellow gym mints go for auction at $2,500 plus when the rest of the market is moving the same slabs for well under $2,000 as auction uh, or uh, buy it nows. How does he get away with it still? the There is a comment from Nicholas Brower that I want to add to this. He responds to Matt just by saying, is there proof of this? He says, go over to HiBid, H-I-B-I-D, and check out their card auctions. Larger consigners have a customer base that trusts them and will spend more in most cases. If it's a card that gets relisted several times, you have a case. Uh, I think other than that, do you know, have you heard anything about this? Like, oh, this is the most well-known unproven thing in the hobby. But that's, that's my point is like, we've enough, heard of this. There's but enough circumstantial evidence. There's something here there. When there's that much smoke, there's at least a bit of fire. Yeah. That's why I don't do business with them. But I mean, at the same time, and I think until there is actual proof, I think, I think if somebody, going, it's going to continue to happen. So 
Oh, I, even if there is proof, he's making so much money. I don't think it's going to change anything. Okay. Yeah. But no, I don't do business with the guy. Never, never been a fan of his, his content he puts out, I think is obnoxious. And yeah, I think this, I think there are certain steps you can take to reduce the shield bidding, like restrictions on who can bid. Very simple to do. It doesn't happen. So yeah, I'm not, a, not a fan at all. There you go. Um, Jeffrey Soho, who's the most collectible pitcher amongst the below future hall of famers, Clayton Kershaw, Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander or CC Sabatha? Sabathia. Sabathia. Formerly of the ringer. Uh, Verlander to me. Most postseason success. Uh, yeah, I'll go with JV. I'm not a big fan of investing in any of those guys, but if I had to pick Justin Verlander. Mike Ken Griffin wants to know, would you rather never see another episode of The Office or once a day have to sit through the Scott's Tots full episode? Oh, that is tough. <laughs> I'll sit through the Scott's Tots though. Um, yeah, I guess so. Cause eventually I'll become numb to it, but it's still hard to watch. Christopher Shoemaker wants to know, I've been buying up Ritter all week and I've already gotten offers to triple my money on a couple of them. Should I sell Sunday morning or hold and hope sell. for a Purdy like spike? Now Purdy has the postseason spike. That's going to be a realistic thing there. There's no possible world where Ritter is selling higher in a month than he is now. I don't think at least. So I'm a sell. And if you can triple your money, I don't even care if he does go up after that. You've tripled your money. I would say sell it and walk away. Yeah, I like Brian Rice's comment uh, to him. He just says, anytime you can triple your money, you do it immediately. Purdy had a ton of offensive weapons around him, whereas Ritter's best option is Pitts, who is out for the season. Solid point, Brian. Jay Gersh. Hey, boys. Question about the Correa deal. Carlos Correa. Yep, just signed a Correa, big, I'm big contract with the Giants. Oracle Park in San Francisco is not known as a hitter's ballpark, and Correa's power numbers have never been all that impressive to begin with. Does the possibility of him hitting less than 20 home runs per season hurt his card values? That's what hurt him years ago, and they've just kind of stayed where they are. He's a borderline all-star when he's healthy and playing. But yeah, he doesn't have big numbers. He doesn't do anything overly exciting. He's certainly not in a better position there than he was in Houston. So I think I don't think it affects him any more than they've already been affected. He's just never going to be a big hobby guy. When he says Oracle Park has never been known as a hitter's ballpark. It's a big park. It's just the fact that it's just harder to get a home run. Interesting. Yep. Okay. I've never heard that tied in with values on cards before. That's an interesting uh, thing to keep in mind. TJ Fries wants to know, Will non-licensed products such as Panini Baseball hold long-term value as in singles, not wax? I think so. I mean, they have a value that is much lower than licensed products now. I would think that that just stays on par with where it's at going forward. Oh, he also wants to know, have you seen Parks and Recreation? What is your character draft? We made a reference to Parks and Recreation the other day. I watched an episode before I came to the office today. I think Andy Dwyer is the best character. It's hard. Almost ever. Well, That one episode when he goes to the hospital... And they show all the stuff that led up to it is about as good of an episode as you will find. Um, I I would only have to make a case for Ron Swanson. Um, okay. Especially like when he like breaks character and he giggles or like when he has his beard or his mustache shaved and he's, I don't know. It, it's, That's he fair. is one of my favorite characters as well. Uh, Greg Meisner, better duo, Hertz and Brown or Burrow Chase? Burrow and Chase, not close. I think Burrow and Chase just specifically because they actually do have a close relationship outside of being on the field together. I mean, they I went also to think they're both together. they're both better at their position than the other two. Um, Not by much, but I think they're both better. And we've seen them go to the Super Bowl. You may be singing a different tune. Maybe Hurts and Brown go to the Super Bowl. If that happens, I'll reconsider. But until then, no. All let right. me let me summarize the next one from Duff because it's a big one. Okay. Talking about Cade Cunningham, he's he's young, but he's early. He gets hurt. 
is the move to buy low in the injury news if you're a long-term hold, or will it fall further in the offseason? I mean, he plays for Detroit, who's going to have no postseason relevance, obviously, one of the worst teams in the league. I would wait. Like, there's no rush to buy his stuff because I think he's going to just continue to fall as he kind of falls out of people's mind. So I would wait to the offseason if you're a buyer on him long-term. Uh, you didn't... That's for you now. You I didn't include the rest of it? Go ahead. Also, Jesse, eggnog or eggnot. I hate... You know what's funny? I hate eggnog. What? Yeah. What? Are you like a boiled custard guy I or also something? haven't Some had weird? it, though. I bet, okay, I bet, no, no, listen, I, I probably have not had eggnog in 25 years. How do you know you hate it? I hated it then. 25 years ago? I know. Because this well, happened recently. True. You do have the same palate as when you were this a This happened child, recently so. with Brussels sprouts, and I actually like them now. So you're making the point a that you asparagus. might like eggnog. Yeah. So we're getting some eggnog? Okay. I'm eggnog in. challenge? Do you remember Here's that a episode? dumb question. Is all eggnog alcoholic? <laughs> what? That is funny you would say that. As someone who grew up where my parents didn't like mix eggnog and alcohol ever. I didn't even know that was a thing oh, okay. until I got older. <laughs> well, my family found ways to add booze. That he, are all eggs alcoholic? <laughs> all yep. Eggs. In my house. Okay. Moving on. You know, Jesse, it's um, not something to joke about. I wouldn't ever. Max wants to know old Indy, the intern. I wish we could still call him that. Max, I'm sorry. I want to list of Mike Geo's current top five non QB players. He thinks have potential hobby value. Oh, Okay. I mean, I think Jamar Chase is on the list. And so I go receivers and running backs for for sure. And I lean toward receivers mainly for health reasons. Yeah. Would you ever pick somebody not in a receiver running back? If I'm given trying to think like, a, like an unbelievable defensive player. A year ago, I would have said Chase Young. Then he got hurt and he's kind of fallen out of relevance there. So do you ever invest in Darnold? The quarterback? No, no, no. Um, not, who's the uh, who's the Rams uh, defense. Aaron Donald. Donald, not Donald. Yeah. Even there, though, I you know I don't know what the huge upside is for him. Despite he's he's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would go. So I'm going to take this as players who I think have some upside with hobby value. Again, I'm probably going to go heavy receiver. I would go Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson for sure. Young guys on exciting teams. Um, that's a good question. Actually, not AJ Brown yet. He's not as young. You know, okay. even Jalen Hurts' market isn't great, and he's a quarterback in Philly. Why is the why is the receiver there going to take off? I don't know that he does. Christian McCaffrey, I know he has huge injury history, mm-hmm. but I do start to wonder with a guy like that, like man, maybe this guy gets weird. Um, Travis Kelsey, although he may have already peaked, so maybe George Kittle right now is a better buy just because there's upside with him. Um, Derrick Henry's too old. No, but running backs scare me. Like they don't stay healthy. Even he, he missed last season the majority of it. Jonathan but that Taylor. was the first time, though. Like, he really sure. hadn't missed anything up until well, he's only that played point. five years before that. That's what I mean. Yeah. You look at these guys, none of these running backs are healthy long-term, and that, that really hinders them. Um, cornerback is a position, if I thought anybody was that much above everybody else, I think would be interesting, but I don't I don't see anybody being that amazing and just standing out like a Darrell Rivas back in the day. Ever like a tight end? Did you ever invest in Gronkowski? A little bit. And Gronk's a good buy. Like, so George Kittle's a tight end. Um, this is not really a list. So let me just give you five then. Right now, and I'm I'm sure I'm forgetting one or two. In no particular order, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Jalen Waddell, Garrett Wilson, George Kittle. Next question. Thank you, off. sir. Gabriel Mars in the MySlams welcome forum. There was a vote to potentially look at adding HGA, FCG, TAG, GMA, et cetera, to their platform. What are your thoughts, Mike Geo? Thanks I'll a lot, on- Gabriel. Yeah, I'll be honest. I I don't use any of those. And I, quite frankly, I dislike some of them. Um, I don't know why they wouldn't be on the platform, though. Like, just give them an option. If a buyer doesn't like them, then okay, I, I wouldn't use them. 
but I, I mean, again, I, I can't stand FCG. I wonder if he's asking from a standpoint of like, it, should the hobby do something? Like people who are in the know say something like, don't well, use so that. The, so the vote was though, like, should we allow these on? Like, I don't, yeah, I think you should allow everybody on and just let the consumers decide what they want to buy and not buy. You're, that's a real Ron Swanson comment. Yeah, I mean, I'm about the free market. I do like that. I mean, I'm Swanson-esque in that regard. Okay. And yeah, I just don't, I would not, I'm not paying any extra for any of those cards graded. And I'm not buying vintage in any of those holders because I don't trust any of them to authenticate. And quite frankly, yeah. I don't like the majority of people I know who are associated with at least some of those companies. So, but, but like, why wouldn't you give people the option? We like you, Jeremy Lee. Oh, yeah, no, I, you're no, not Jer one. Take I that just... out. Jeremy would tag I like. I don't know anybody at GMA. Uh, the HGA people have come off a little too aggressive for me in the past. I'm not a fan. And the dude mad at FCG, I don't like. So, Mark, I butcher it every time. Jastra, what serial <laughs> number would you compare SSP cards to Ten. out of 10? Yep, that's okay. kind of where I fall with that. SSP. I bought a Juan Soto SSP yesterday, as a matter of fact. Super short print is what that seems for. I think I got it. That might have been the best card deal-wise I bought yesterday. I'm very curious what that sells for. With the release of Topps Project 100 Series, uh, 100 Series 3 today, excuse me, I'd love to know your thoughts on the long-term value of the Topps Project 2020, 70, and 100 cards. I am not personally a fan. I have a couple Griffey cards. I think they're cool. I don't know the long-term value. Like, I think they're going to pretty much stay where you're at. I think they're produced so much that it's not a big thing, and they're going to continue to do it, so. Yeah, I think that's the overall issue is production numbers. Yeah. Uh, Ryan... Munoz. Munoz. Okay. This is an easy one. Come on. Okay. Don't you dare. You didn't even know what the word Rao meant. Okay. Neither did Hannah. Neither did Eddie. You're well, you know what's funny? I watched a show later that day that said it. So it felt really good. And I paused it and I told Sam all about it. I'm sure she cared. <laughs> yep. Out of the starting five. Oh, this is an, a more, another office question. In the office basketball episode, which grading company would you equate to each player? Um, yeah, SGC, boom, they win. They, they, I, they I win. like the question, but like Michael, Gary, Scott, D white, D Air white, Stanley, fire, fire guy, guy, and Jimothy. Uh, that's just very good though, Ryan. Thank you <laughs> Ryan, for the question. I do like the question. Nick, oh man, this is brutal. Nikola Rizdevsky. That actually wasn't bad. No, thank you, Nikola. I appreciate it. Every, anyone what else are you thanking him for? He thank you himself. for doing a great job, Nikola. <laughs> Anyone else hyped about the 2023 class of yes. products? All right. It's it's loaded. I mean, when Banyama is going to take over the absolute world in basketball, Bryce Young, Stroud, uh, all the other quarterbacks in football. Yeah, there's some huge names coming out next year. Which And and the fact that we're coming off a relatively quiet class of this year in both sports, I think even hype, heightens the hype next year. But what is your overall concern? Is, is the concern the time between now and then? I don't have any concerns. You don't have any concerns. No. I did wonder though, because that has been something we talked about where the 2023 classes sounds great and all, but what are we doing up until then? Because the concern is that it's not going to come out till probably late in the year next year. I do wonder though, now that supply chain has gotten a little eased up, if they, Panini and Tops, they know this and they try and push this product out sooner. I mean, I just don't know how they can. Manufacturing is the issue unless you cancel other products to do it. I, I mean, do I don't you, see that happening. Are you serious right now? Like if nothing else, maybe not a cancellation, but at least cutting down quantities. 
Because, I mean, they would have to. I don't see it. I don't think they have to. I don't think they're going to do that. I would like to see it. I don't think it's going to happen. If they're, I think it's easy to say that there's probably less people in the hobby right now than there were a year ago. We've sure. seen, obviously, prices come down. So maybe they go ahead and start cutting production numbers for the product. I hope so. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. I really hope it does. Uh, Nicholas Brower, why do you think people who claim to love the hobby look so hard to find only negative things in the hobby? I find it rare to open a product and hate everything about it. That's a, that's a solid question. I just bought this product and it's nothing but garbage. I hate everything about the company. That's a good, I mean, but here's the thing we do. I know that I give a lot of people a hard time for being negative because I like the positivity like you, Nick, but I think at the same time, there is a place like we've talked about and I, I tend to think you can find positivity if you look for it. Um, and the same with negativity. You just got to look for what you want and you'll see it. That's my overall thought process. I agree with that. Let me take the next one here. Yeah, it's When long. buying and investing, you know, you want to sell at that moment. Big game, whatever. Uh, just a big hype moment. How would you recommend go about selling it? To me, and he, you listed them both, by the way, Michael. Uh, eBay auction, like one day, get it out quick. Or if you have a social following listed on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere else and get it sold. I think those are both very effective and be willing to take 10% off if you need to, to move something at the absolute hype because you're still getting more than you're probably going to get a week later. So I would say be, you know, be a little bit more flexible if you're at the absolute height of a market because you're in the profit probably. All right. Two more questions. Joshua Richards, how to deal with this situation? You're dealing at a card show. Some donkey put some cards back in the wrong box. So now a valuable, say $50 card is in the dollar box. Next, someone is digging in with the dollar box and goes, duh, I'll take this for a dollar. Has this happened to you? How does it play out? So as a buyer, I mean, I try to be reasonable. Like, oh, hey, dude, this is in the wrong box. Not a big deal. Uh, as a seller, I mean, I guess some of this could probably be cut down if you're paying attention to where people are putting cards. Why you didn't like? Why does a guy have a fifty dollars card in his hand? Just puts it down in a random box. Can I make a accusation? Sure. Would you actually do that? Would you say, "Hey, dude, this is in the wrong box"? Yeah, I'm not buying. I mean, if it's an because I mean, like we've talked about before, finding deals in boxes, right? Yeah, but again, like if like this guy is laying out the situation, that's different. If there's like a whole box of stuff and there's a stuff bunched bunched all together, and I know this guy is literally just dumping all of his Bowman prospects in his dollar box. Okay, sure, that's his decision. He's being a little bit lazy, just wants to move it. That's one thing. Yeah, if something is clearly out of place. Yeah, it's like a baseball dollar box, and now there's all these NFL quarterbacks or something. Yeah, this happened last night in the card show and the monthly card show kid was like i want these i have he had eight cards wanders and julio's all from ginther mm -hmm. one of them was sp he's like i don't know i'll give eight bucks and i was like i'll tell you what i'll give you 15 and we both won so <laughs> yeah you can be reasonable with people but um, it is it is irritating doesn't feel taking advantage of a child brandon train wants he was to 22. know I apologize if this has been asked before, but which is more desirable? A card that has a graded, uh, that is graded in nine with a, I'm sorry, graded Great a 10 question, with a nine auto or a card that is graded in nine with a 10 auto. People, people, myself included, hate nine autos. I'll take the nine with a 10 auto or I will simply take a 10 with no auto grade. Ooh, okay. That's but interesting. in his scenario, a nine with a 10 so auto. So you would prefer a no auto grade at all if it's not a 10? That's why we used to send a PSA back in the day. They didn't grade autos mm -hmm. and they still don't unless you request it. So if you knew the card was perfect, but the auto was crap, yeah. send it as a PSA 10. It is funny that I'm kind of surprised that that's even a thing of grading autos to begin with. Cause I mean, how do you, 
how do you help that? I mean, the guy graded it. What do you want? Like a perfect, what makes a perfect grade? I, or I know what An makes auto a perfect grade? auto is that it has to be not streaky and all on the card and all that. But I don't know. It's never bothered me to see an auto that's not a 10. Really? Oh, yeah. It, oh, it distracts the crap out of What's me. What's funny is you say that, but then Nat Turner made that comment about like how making uh, or signing cards, he doesn't, he's not a fan of like inscriptions and that like when it's uh, distracts from the rest of the card. And you came back and said that, no, you like when the card is signed. Yeah. Like my koozie. He was saying like, he doesn't like when you take authentic vintage and send them off to get signed. Says it ruins the card. Yeah, but your your overall thought is signature is good on the card, but it has to be a good signature. I'm gonna be honest, your signature is like pretty messy. Like that signature, I mean, it's great for you because it's a it's personal not inscription and it's on card. I don't so, care that it's messy. It's okay. it's a clean signature. It's how he does it. It stays on card. It's not streaked out. That is interesting. Yeah, I have no, I have, I care nothing care of the streakiness. If it's on the, if it slightly went off the card. The off-card thing I've never understood. I, yeah. I don't care. Like, if, as long as it's like a clean break, like if the, the tail end of the L goes off the card, yeah, I don't mind that. But a streak does, like, visibly. I'm just like, oh, it doesn't look as good. I guess I've never really, uh, to that point, I guess I've never seen a really streaky signature. Maybe I would hate it. But yeah, all the ones I'm thinking of, they've just had, like, slight streaks and it's whatever. All right, that's your mailbag. There you and go. That's, that's your show. I was going to say, that's your whole show. Oh, I didn't get to read my daughter's letter. I uh, really wanted to. She, I, It was bring oh, your daughter to work Don't read this day. on air. I, I have to read this because I haven't read it yet. So my daughter's in the other room. Uh, she's doing some school assignment. And I asked her to write a journal entry about what she thinks her dad does and what that entails. Why don't you ask me to write that journal entry? <laughs> get a long, Actually, I want to hear this. Um, all right. So I'm going to read it. Uh, I'm going to allow this, but I have to pause it when I have input. Is that, is that fair? That's fine. Okay. She's an eight-year-old, so Who's please taller than me? be gentle. Um, I think my dad's job is a sports card salesman okay, and no, does... No, 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 just okay. quick pause. <laughs> First off, nope, doesn't sell sports. Okay, go ahead. And does... Uh, okay. Does sports card podcasts... So other people can learn about sports. Any other I don't even know. I, I, I don't want to crush this kid's <laughs> hopes and dreams. She's and, a great kid. Oh, Couldn't be more far brutal. from the truth. What else? I don't want to read this, anymore. Oh, you have to I now. Turn, I'm gonna... No, 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 no. Oh, we're having a real conversation when we get home. Read it. And he assists Mike. Uh, oh. at the podcast by helping him edit the videos. No, not anymore. And stuff like that. Oh, yep. And also helps record the podcast. And Fair. on the podcast, they talk about sports cards and they talk about sports. I dude, I don't know why you're <laughs> upset about this. People need executive assistance. Carl, let's go ahead and cut out that letter. That we is, needed to end the show. Oh, that's too perfect. Long. That kid is getting in the will. Thanks, honey. All right, man. And you wanted to do that. That <laughs> made, made my day. I make a lot of mistakes. That's just one of them. Reading the letter or just okay, just no, making. hey, now <laughs> okay, sports cards nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. I am Mike Geo, and that is my assistant, Jesse. We thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye.